Hey there, animal lovers. Welcome to Episode 3 of Wayside Waif's new podcast, Wayside Tales. I'm your host, Margaret. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Wayside Tales, everyone. We are so glad you're listening. I'm Margaret, and I'm on the Humane Education team. In my job as an educator, we talk about five core values, or tools, in our kindness toolbox. Each episode of this podcast features one of these core values as well, and today's core value is... Humane. Being humane means being kind and caring. It's a short definition, but that doesn't mean that being humane is easy. When your sister or your brother is annoying you, it can be so, so hard to be kind and caring. Or when someone is mean to you, it can be especially difficult to be humane. But it's important. I want to emphasize the fact that in those situations when someone is being mean to you, being humane does not mean just letting them treat you poorly, but it could mean standing up for yourself in a way that is still respectful and kind, telling that person that what they are doing is wrong and hurtful and that you don't deserve to be treated that way. Being humane could mean standing up for a friend or an animal in the same way. Treating others, whether they are people or other animals, humanely means that you and people around you get the opportunity to feel cared for, safe, and accepted. And we all need those things, including animals in our shelter. Your challenge this week is to practice being humane with three people and three animals in your life. How can you show them kindness and care? Notice how you feel after you practice being kind and caring. I'm going to bet you'll feel pretty proud of yourself, and I bet the people and animals around you will appreciate your kindness, too. In the last episode, I introduced you to Wayside Waifs and all of the many ways that we help pets here and in our community. Today, we're going to explore the work of a team that practices kindness with both people and animals on a daily basis, the Adoptions Team. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking with Becky, Wayside Waves Adoption and Guest Services Manager. Welcome, Becky, to the podcast. You are our very first guest on Wayside Tales. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Margaret. I'm excited to be here. So to start off with, I know some of our listeners have adopted animals in the past from Wayside Waifs and other shelters, maybe, but could you give us a brief description of what the adoptions team does? Absolutely. So the adoption team here at Wayside Waste does everything from meet and greets, which is actually getting the dog or the cat out of the kennel and introducing them to potential adopters, um, everywhere to uh, processing adoptions. So we will counsel uh, adopters on the particular animal that they're adopting. If they have any, um, you know, thing we know behaviorally, anything we know medically, we're going to go over all of that, give them any supporting documentation and hand that we can. Um, We will also process uh, slumber parties, furloughs, and holds as well. 
And can you tell us what is a slumber party and what's a furlough? So slumber party is probably one of my most favorite things that we can do here at the <laughs> shelters as the adoptions team. A slumber party is um, something that we can do for our long-term animals. So a long-term animal would be anybody that is here with us 30 days or longer. Um, also animals that have been part of our one of our behavior teams. And a potential adopter can take them into their home for five to seven days to see if they are going to be a good match while they're physically in their home. Um, and once they figure out if, yep, that's going to work, then they can come in and finalize the adoption. Um, if it maybe is not the right match, no big deal. They just bring the animal back. They go back on our adoption floor. Um, and also during the slumber party, we will offer um, any equipment, bowls, food, toys, leashes and collars, crates that they might need to help uh, set that animal up while they're on that slumber party. And what's a furlough? So a furlough is what we call uh, basically a slumber party for our active volunteers that we absolutely value here at Wayside. Uh, so a furlough would be the same thing for a volunteer. They can take the animal home for five to seven days, see how it works in their home. If it's a good match, they're able to finalize. If it's maybe not the right match, they'll just bring the animal back and uh, we will continue on working with them to find a good match for them. Yeah, it sounds like it's a great opportunity for people to make sure an animal is the right fit for them, those slumber parties, and um, it gives us a chance to get to know how that dog or that cat or that animal is in someone's home because we mostly just see them here at the shelter. That is correct. Um, you know, I kind of always tell everybody if the slumber party or furlough doesn't work out, we think of it as just a kind of short-term fostering. We get some great home information and that only continues to help us find that animal the right fit. Um, and also the, the person that maybe it didn't work out for, we can continue to work with them to find out what is going to be the best fit animal-wise for them. And Becky, we do a core value every podcast episode. And the core value for this episode is humane, which means just being kind and caring. How do you practice being humane in your role on the adoptions team? That is a great question. And I also do love that that is the core value for myself talking about the adoptions team. Mm -hmm. Because for us, being humane is just having a conversation. Um, we have a lot of uh, adopters that come in that maybe don't have quite the idea of what they're looking for. They might be a first-time animal owner. And just by talking to them, having a conversation, being open and receptive, we can then help continue to matchmake them with an animal that is a good fit for them. So think humane was the right core value for us. <laughs> And you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but let's say I go to our website. I'm a, I'm a person out in the world and I go to our website and I see a cat that I just love. What would be the adoption process like for me? So we would have you come into the shelter um, and we would get you together with either a meet and greet trained volunteer or a staff member. We'd actually get that cat out of the kennel for you. Um, and if they're able to, we can go into our sunroom area, um, set the kitty down, talk to you about the behavior notes that we know, the medical notes that we know, um, have you interact with them, uh, kind of counsel you through anything that we're seeing. So if the cat's, you know, unusually playful or if they're maybe be a little bit shyer, we can kind of counsel how that might look in the home and some things you can do to help that kitty get set up for success. 
Um, once the meet and greet ha- is over and you say, yep, this is my kitty. I'm ready mm-hmm. to take him home. We'll sit you down with an adoption counselor. Um, we'll have you fill out a questionnaire that, again, just kind of helps us know a little bit more about you. And uh, we'll counsel through all of that again, give any handouts that we can to help set you and the kitty up for success. Uh, You get its adoption certificate. We'll make sure you have any correlating vet records. Um, We'll give you a medical summary, one for your records, one for your vet, um, when you set up a personal vet appointment for them. Uh, Talk about if the animal just had surgery, what to expect, you know, after the post-surgery. And then we'll finalize the adoption. Best thing that we also can do is we like to take a go-home photo. So Mm -hmm. all of our new adopters, we will offer a go-home photo where you can pose with your new animal. um, And that will get put up on our Facebook page, the Wayside Facebook page, every Tuesday. And it's just a fun little uh, token from uh, hopefully a really great day in your life. I love looking through those albums on our Wayside Waves Facebook page of all the adoptions that have happened that week. It's it's just so rewarding to recognize animals there and know they're heading home. Absolutely. It's great to see, you know, a lot of long-term animals, which we kind of touched on earlier, like getting, seeing them with these people, big smiles on mm-hmm. their face, um, and just knowing that they're walking out the door and they're going home. That's a great feeling. It is a great feeling, and you all work so hard to get that feeling for these animals that are here with us. But on the flip side, what is challenging about the work you do, Um, and how do you deal with those challenges that come up? So probably for us on the adoptions team, one of the biggest challenges is just maybe dealing with uh, members of the public that are not super receptive to our processes and policies here at the shelter. Um, We really do dive behaviorally into our, especially our dogs and our cats, pretty heavily. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do know a lot about them. And I think it can just be a challenge when um, humans are not necessarily open to hearing what we have to say. And they kind of think, well, I've had animals all my life. There's nothing you can tell me that I don't already know. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, this is a new animal. We do know a little bit more, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're experienced in what we're talking about. Um, And really from that uh, way that we can try to help ourselves through it is just by keeping an open mind, um, just trying to change the way that we have that conversation to continue to try to connect with the person and, you know, just really continue to talk to them about, you know, what we know and why is it important that we tell them this information and that they're aware of it. Yeah. So it sounds like someone coming in to adopt would also want to have an open mind and be ready to listen and learn about um, what we know about the animal and our experience with the adoption process. Is there anything else that potential adopters should know or should be prepared for when they come into the shelter? Um, Just come in prepared to um, talk with us. Um, We really just want to be, we really want to be here to help find an animal that you're looking for. So if you, you know, want to come in, just have a conversation with us. Um, Be honest. You know, we're not here to judge anybody. Mm -hmm. We just want to kind of know more about you, your lifestyle, um, what you're looking for to manage on a day-to-day basis. So just, yeah, come in with an open mind, ready to talk to us, um, and know that honesty is really um, a key here and something that we respect greatly. And we're just uh, looking forward to helping everybody find their new family friend. So something I 
I get asked often in schools um, by students is, wait, why do you have to pay to adopt animals? Aren't you trying to find them homes? So, Becky, can you tell us a little bit about why do we need to pay? Where does that money go when we pay those adoption fees? The adoption fee that we um, collect here at the shelter is really just going back to help the new animals that are coming in uh, to help get them spayed and neutered, up to date on their vaccinations, the time uh, resources and staff resources that it takes to get them behaviorally evaluated. Um, Again, the time and the staff resources that could help if they need a little bit more behavioral assistance. And, you know, that's what the we're trying to kind of recoup from that and why we ask for the adoption fee is it is just a small piece of the money and the time and the staff time that gets put into each and every animal that comes into the shelter. Right. So we are using that money that you pay to adopt that animal to support the animals that are still with us in the shelter. You've touched on this a little bit as well, Becky, but... If you could narrow down, what is the most rewarding thing about working on the adoptions team? Oh, that is that's a big question. <laughs> um, there are so many different rewarding things about being on the adoptions team here at Wayside. I have to think my my most favorite is is when we get a adopter coming in, really reaching out to us for our expertise, mm-hmm. helping that matchmaking progress, uh, process, and then you know us being able to say you know I think these are three of the animals you should be looking at. And out of one of those animals, they really do find the one that is the right fit for them and what they've been looking for. And just seeing the light on their face and Mm. just how supported they felt and how happy they are. And then, you know, watching them walk out with this dog or this cat that is going to be very loved for the rest of their life because we could be there to help support that adopter um, in that process and also help support the animals while they were waiting. I always get a little teary, especially during our big adoption events, when I think about how big of a difference these pets are going to make in the lives of the people and the families who have adopted them, because I think about how much my two dogs that I adopted from Wayside have made just an unbelievably positive impact on my life. So I just get so excited for people um, who get to take animals home with them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, getting to see that family coming in with, you know, some younger children um, and adopting that dog or that kitten or that puppy or that adult cat that is just going to really round out um, that family dynamic that they've been looking for. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is, it's very heartwarming. It's very rewarding. Um, It's just, it's wonderful. Well, Becky, thank you so much for sharing your experience on the adoptions team. Thank you for your work on the adoptions team. Is there anything else you want to share that people should know coming into Adopt or just um, anything else you want to share? Any great stories of particular adoptions? Anything like that? Um, You know, there's so many, so many great stories, but... Um, you know, just one that actually happened today, so it's fresh in my mind, um, is we've had a dog named Hank that's been with us for quite a few, um, quite a few months. And um, we had a volunteer that has really loved him and, you know, has been thinking about adopting. We got a chance to do a furlough with them. 
and um, she has actually decided to adopt. So Hank oh. got adopted today. Um, she bought a membership to our bark park to help Hank run out some of his excess energy. <laughs> um, but just hearing about how she has loved their routine, that she is loving, you know, just having him there and how much he's enriching her life being in her home. It's it's really great, and especially for a volunteer, somebody who mm-hmm. donates their time, their free time here to us, um, knowing that we can be a small part of enriching their personal life as well. It's it's just great. Congratulations, Hank. That is so exciting. Well, thank you, Becky, again for chatting with me about your work on the adoptions team. Thank you very much for being here with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Margaret. Thank you, listeners. It was great to be here, and we hope to see you at Wayside Waves. Thank you so much to Becky for being on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. Remember, your challenge is to practice being humane to the humans and other animals around you. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to Wayside Tales, and we'll see you next time. Give your pet a treat for me. Music for this episode is Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons. Sound from zapsplat.com and freesoundeffects.com.